It's official. We've talked about it on the show repeatedly many times. It's happened. Red in black is back. We'll talk about the new Sabre uniforms. We'll show them to you. We've got an injury update on an important Sabre player, which means some new lines as well, and also a preview of what's to come this week, but especially Red and Black. That's coming up here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Joe DiBiase on the show today, and this is maybe my favorite show that I will ever do on this podcast. Almost 500 episodes over the course of over three years. And I thought I might never see the day, but we have reached the day where black and red, red and black is back for the Buffalo Sabres. We have a new third jersey to talk about, to show you, and to uh, to pump up as much nostalgia into you as possible. We'll also preview what's to come this week for the Buffalo Sabres and also an important injury to Rasmus Dahlin that we have updates on and also new lines to show you based on Dahlin being out and also Don Granato fiddling with the forward groups a little bit as well. So that's all ahead here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Thanks for listening. We are, as always, brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, got to start with the uniforms, right? Got to start with the uniforms. I thought I might never see the day. I really did. And just as a synopsis of where I stand on the goat head and the Sabres wearing black and red back in the day is it should have never happened. It really should have never happened. The Sabres had a clean look. They had great uniforms. They had a great logo. They should have never changed their jerseys, their colors, their logo in 1996. But they did. New owners, the Adel- the uh, not the Adelphias, the Regises come in, buy the team, rebrand everything, relabel everything, new everything, colors to match their uh, corporate whatever, uh, black and red instead of blue and gold, the Goathead logo instead of the, uh, if you can see the flag over here, the, uh, what would you even call it? We don't have a name for this logo because it's the logo. It's the Sabres logo. Um, But anyways, it should have never happened, but it did. And because it did, you have fans of my generation, and I hope that uh, fans of my generation are okay with me speaking for what I call the R&B, Gen R&B, the red and black generation of Sabre fans. There's a whole generation. What is it? 96 to 2006. So we're talking Sabre fans between the ages of like, you know, 36 and 25, 25 and 36. I'm going to go with that as the age range that I'm mostly targeting here. That generation of fans grew up with the Buffalo Sabres wearing black and red. They grew up with their hockey team looking like this. Sorry for audio listeners. I'm pointing to my hat, which is the Goathead logo. This is what I and many Sabre fans like me grew up with the Sabres being. And then it was ripped away 
Now, for good reason, they should have gone. They should have gone back to blue and gold, and they inevitably ended up at the spot where they always should have been, which is at their original or some version of their original uniforms, which is what they now have for home and away. But you still have this pocket of Saber fans that, like me, I've been always going, well, what about us? You know, I don't need us to be the home jerseys, the official uniforms, but can we at least not ignore the existence? Can we not pretend this didn't happen? Because some fans might view it as a stain on the organization that it happened, but others look at it and think, that's the hockey team I grew up with. That's the hockey team I fell in love with. The the 99 Sabres that made a run to the cup wore this uniform, and many fans fell in love with that team. The 0506 Sabres that I know every Sabre fan fell in love with. That's this logo. That's this color. That's this this scheme, this jersey. And it largely was ignored for a very long time, to the point where you wouldn't see it in any official use anywhere. Not on a, a pump-up intro video, not in the in the rafters with Dominic Hasek's banner. And if you've heard my argument on that stance, it's always dumb to me that that one's been blue and gold. I get it. But he did way more of his success uh, and he had four of his six Vesnas, the cup run, both MVPs. Just most of his success came wearing black and red. But nope, that banner is going to be blue and gold. It was largely ignored. Now we've reached a day. I really never thought we'd get here. That not only have they incorporated the logo more and more, which they started doing a couple years ago. They did like a like a, an intro video to one of their home games like four or five years ago. And it was the first time they had really used it in any capacity whatsoever. And it's kind of been a ramp up process ever since then. They wore something similar for warmups once upon a time, I think. Um, they brought some of the old players back during their 50th anniversary season uh, wearing the old black and red. Um, They've started selling it, right? They started selling it on hoodies and hats a couple of years ago. Last year, they started doing that more and more. And then last year, at the end of last year, we started hearing rumors. Hey, they're going to announce a third jersey for next year of black and red. We started hearing more and more about that. And then we there was the worst kept secret in Buffalo sports media. that It was going to happen last year, throwback night against the Nashville Predators. They were going to announce their third jersey, black and red, for next year. They didn't. And every day that passed, I thought it was just too good to be true. They'd bail on it. Were they only thinking about it and never really going to do it? Increasingly, we saw, oh, maybe they're not doing it. And my heart sank because I thought, oh, we're finally getting it. I never thought we'd get it, but here we are getting it. Before the season, the Sabres announced that we're going to do it. And they announced it today, November 7th. And if you have not seen the uniforms yet, I'll, uh, I'll put them up on our YouTube channel right now for you to see. There's Owen Power wearing it. Awesome, awesome pump-up video by the Sabres, by the way, to announce the logo, uh, to announce the jerseys. Also, really cool thing they did on social media, if you didn't see it. They kind of alerted us that today was going to be the day by a video that said a bunch of goats got into the building. And it was a it was a live cam. It was probably pre-recorded, but it was a live cam of three goats, actual goats, like from a barn that were in the away dressing room uh, with hay and whatnot. And they were, you know, going to the bathroom all over the floor. Uh, but they were in there for 30 minutes. Sabretooth stopped by and we all knew, oh, wait a minute. Goats? This is going to be the goat head. This is going to be One. the goat head. And it was. Uh, it did end up being it. And a really cool pump-up video that the Sabres put out there 
to announce it. The jerseys are on sale now. And if you're wondering, they are first going to wear them on uh, October, or excuse me, November 23rd against the St. Louis Blues. We only have to wait a couple of weeks. They're going to wear them 10 more times, actually 12 more times, excuse me, uh, which is 33% of the remaining home games. So they're going to wear these jerseys a lot. And to my understanding, when you put something like this through the league process and get it approved as a third jersey, you have to wear it for a certain amount of years. I think it's it's either two or three, uh, but it's going to be past this year. The Sabres will wear this uniform for multiple seasons. Um, so super cool. It's almost emotional for me because, again, I, as I just kind of went through, this is the Sabres that I grew up with. And I thought we might never see them in this jersey again. I thought it was very possible that, you know, the last time we'd ever see them in black and red was game seven against Carolina. And I'm glad to see that that's not going to be the final game in Sabres history that they wear black and red, that they will incorporate it again. I hope they keep it permanently. My, uh, I don't think they will because, you know, in the NHL and in pro sports, a lot of jersey recreating and stuff like that is all about money. It's about jersey sales. It's about, you know, it's about money. And I'd imagine the Sabres are going to, want to do a different third jersey one day so they could sell it. Uh, but these are going to fly off the shelf. So they're definitely going to do that now. But man, if, if I could have it my way, and I'm sure a lot of Sabre fans could have it their way, the perfect ideal situation for the Sabres jersey wise is exactly what they have right now. But I don't need the reverse retro. I don't know if anybody needs the reverse retro. We'll take it. It's fine. You know, it's kind of fun. But the best possible Sabre uniform combination is. Their classic blues right now is the homes. They're, well, technically is the aways, but that's another story for another day. Their classic whites as the, the blue and gold classic whites as the aways. And then this black and red jersey as the third jersey. So we get it. We get it. It's uh, it's awesome. And I can't wait till the 23rd to see, uh, to see our Sabres in black and red for the first time since game seven against Carolina back in 2006. We'll take a timeout here. When we come back, we get an injury update for you on Rasmus Dahlin, the pivotal player for the Buffalo Sabres. Not a good injury day for Buffalo sports. Josh Allen's got an elbow injury for the Bills. Rasmus Dahlin's got an injury for the Sabres. We'll let you know what he's got and where we stand on his status when we come back here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Before we do that, though, we want to remind you that we are brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Because right now, Locked On Sabres listeners can order number one rated Simply Safe home security systems for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. Share, uh, Simply Safe named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and Home Report, a third year and a row. In an emergency, 24 7 professional home monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Don't miss your chance right now to save on the only security system that I recommend. Go get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
Jody Biasi back on the Locked On Sabres podcast. When you're done with us, make sure to make your second listen. Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available in the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. Jody Biasi in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. All right, I promised you an update on Rasmus Dahlin. The Sabres have declared that Dahlin is dealing with an upper body injury. In fact, we uh, have read that it's a head injury for Rasmus Dahlin, which would point to he sustained that injury on the punch by uh, by Kaknanyemi of the Carolina Hurricanes on Friday night. So dealt with some symptoms after the game, and now he's dealing with an injury. But the good news is Don Granado would not rule Dalene out for Tuesday night against the Arizona Coyotes. So it's possible that only the one game is the one he ends up missing against Tampa Bay, but we will see. It's a tricky injury, especially in hockey, so we don't know. But Dalene was present at practice. He wasn't on the ice, but he did come down the tunnel at one point, watch some of practice. Um, so hopefully Dalene is okay. He's a pivotal player. He's the most important player on the team right now. He logs huge minutes. He is their best player on the ice, um, sometimes offensively and certainly defensively. Uh, Darlene's been incredible, and hopefully they are not missing him going forward. So with him out and not on the ice, the Sabres at practice ahead of a four-game homestand on the blue line. Very, very thin, right? They're already missing Henry Okiharu. They're already missing Matias Samuelson. Now they're missing Rasmus Dahlin. At least the Sabres get Ilya Labushkin back. So their top pair for right now, at least on paper, going into Tuesday night against Arizona, would be Owen Power on the right with Kale Clegg on the left. Clegg, by the way, if you don't know a lot about him, He's been a guy that has played in the NHL. This isn't a complete nobody. It's not someone that, you know, is unheard of in league circles. Um, he's played 63 games in the NHL. That includes the five he's played this year with the Sabres, including he played 36 games last year, uh, 25 with Montreal, 11 with LA. So, you know, he played about half a season in the NHL last year as the seventh defenseman in Montreal and LA. So he's not a stranger to the NHL. But, you know, you don't want him playing on the Sabres. Ideally, you want people playing healthy, but he hasn't been that horrible. He hasn't been that horrible. I mean, that's a low bar to, to clear. He's not been great by any means. There's been some turnovers uh, for sure. But, you know, he's been okay. Uh, Owen Power, I'm sure, has helped him a lot, though, with being just okay because Power makes a lot of things easy out there for uh, for his partner. So Power and Clegg as maybe your 1A pair, and your 1B pair being Jacob Bryson and Ilya Labushkin. That pair is maybe the most well-balanced. Bryson can give you a little bit of offense uh, and some puck-moving skills. Labushkin, that physical presence on the back end, get the puck out of his own end. Labushkin's been pretty good as well. Uh, those would be your top four, I would imagine. And then your third pair, Lawrence Pilot uh, with Casey Fitzgerald. I'll say this about Casey Fitzgerald. He's been struggling a lot. And I think if everybody were healthy right now, Fitzgerald would be out. Maybe Pilot would be in instead. I don't know. But I think right now, Fitzgerald would be out if everybody was healthy. I think he's been playing really poorly, and the Sabres have needed him to kind of step up with all these injuries, and he has not. Uh, so Power and Clegg, Bryson and Labushkin, Pilot and Fitzgerald. And then 
Don Granado mixing up the forward groups a little bit. Uh, Tage Thompson centering a line with J.J. Paterka and Casey Middlestat. That's noteworthy. Middlestat moved from center to the wing. I think that's his more natural fit. I think that's where a lot of fans have wanted to see him move to. If somebody was going to move from center to the wing, Middlestat felt like the right candidate for it, and it only took uh, a couple of weeks, and right now he's trending towards being on the wing against Arizona. So Thompson, Middlestat, and Paterka. By the way, this is Monday skate. We'll see if Granado changes it uh, on Tuesday before the game. Second line, Dylan Cousins centering Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck. Those three played together a lot on Saturday night. I like them together, so hopefully they keep that rolling. Third line, Peyton Krebs back at center, centering Victor Olofsson and Rasmus Asplund. I love this line. Love this line. I, I the, the Koa line. We got to come up with a nickname for it. I think this line is going to stick. It is so well balanced. It is just the right fits in terms of style. Krebs down the middle. He has a pass-first mentality, sometimes to a fault, but he is certainly a playmaker. And you're giving him Olafson, who is a shoot-first mentality, sometimes to a fault. So you have maybe the most one-dimensional passing forward on the team with maybe the, mo- maybe the most one-dimensional shooting forward on the team in Victor Olofsson. And then you put Rasmus Asplund on their left, the player that is their best defensive forward on the team, can do all the dirty work, clean things up in the own end, do things, you know, the dirty work in the corners and in front of the net. I love the krebs olsen Asplund line. I hope that we see it to Tuesday night, and I hope that it sticks. Fourth line, one Combo of players that we'll have to see who dresses. Zemgis Gergensen centering Kyle Okposo. Okay, checking line. And Jack Quinn and Vinny Hinostroza. Those two were rotating in and out. So maybe Quinn gets the scratch on Tuesday. Maybe Hinostroza finds his way back into the lineup. We'll see. I might want to guess Hinostroza's in because Granado has talked about wanting to keep a rotation going and not having guys sit for too long. So... Just a hunch. We'll see if we have more information on Tuesday. My guess would be that uh, Quinn ends up scratching on Tuesday night. So that's what you're looking at for the Sabres lineup. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll preview what's ahead this weekend uh, for the Sabres before we wrap things up here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Joe DiBiase back here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. All right, just a quick preview of what is to come for the Sabres this week. Uh, tomorrow night, as I mentioned, against the Arizona Coyotes, one of the worst teams in hockey. Uh they're bad. They're they're just downright horrible. They are tanking for Connor Bedard, and they are off and running when it comes to that. Uh, although, you know, they're not in last. There are four teams below them, uh, but they're definitely horrible. Uh, and then Thursday night, Eichel. Jack Eichel and the Vegas Golden Knights. It is Eichel week. I expect there to be a packed house. Uh you can still get tickets. They're pretty affordable on the secondary market. Uh, you can get in for like 30, 40 bucks. Not that bad. So hope to see everybody there. I will be in attendance for that game. The Golden Knights are dominant right now. We'll see what they, where they are by the end of the week uh, when they put the Sabres, but they have won seven in a row. Um, I wonder what kind of reception we're going to get for Eichel. I, I would imagine it's going to be pretty vicious. I don't know if it'll be as poisonous as it was last year. I might want to guess it is because of his post-game comments after last year's game. Sabre fans do not forget that. So Eichel returns on Thursday night, a different version of himself because he's playing a lot better this year than he was last year at that time. So this will be a fun week. You hopefully get a layup victory against the Coyotes and then a big game against the Golden Knights on Thursday night on home ice. One of the most highly anticipated games of the season. 
So that's what's coming this week. Uh, so we'll preview it all. We'll recap it all here in the Lockdown Savers podcast. So come back tomorrow. We'll talk more about the matchup specifically against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, and until then, enjoy the Red and Blacks. Get a jersey. Uh, and I hope to see you on the 23rd as well when they debut them. So that's going to do it for us here on the Lockdown Savers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. For your next listen, go check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow to talk Sabres and Coyotes here on Lockdown Savers.